if you look at the underserved communities and um, the former settlements where we worked, and um, you will realize that um, they need help. And I don't believe that only one person can heal the world, but we all have our own part to play in healing the world. And this is a way of contributing our own culture to the development of our community. Do you know that non-governmental organizations are working ceaselessly to make the world a better place? We see a future where young people are connected and act together as agents of change. I'm making the dream of um, children living in undeserved communities. And I am well known for championing children's right to education. Poverty elevation humanitarian aid, where every child, regardless of your geographical location, health care, socioeconomic status or religious background will have access to quality education. We are concerned about people's health and livelihood. Leadership development and community development. Yes, NGOs are working for the sustainability of all, especially the less privileged. Yes, yes. their voice deserves to be heard. NGO Podcast is the voice of NGOs. I am Jimo Uluato Bishagon. Stay tuned. Welcome again to a new episode of the NGO Podcast Show. I'm super, super excited. I'm so happy to have an amazing listener, an highly esteemed listener like you listening to this fresh episode of the NGO Podcast Show. Thank you for your feedback. Thank you for your downloads. Thank you for your reviews. We really do appreciate it. In case you are listening to this podcast show for the very first time, you're just joining the wonderful family of the NGO Podcast Show, I would like to give you a brief details and a glimpse about what this podcast is all about. NGO Podcast Show is a project of Media for Community Change Initiative, a non-government organization that focuses on bridging the gap between NGOs, the media, and the communities. We are using the power of new media to increase the NGO impact to different parts of the world. NGO podcast is a podcast that brings the diverse and vigorous voices of global NGOs to people around the world. By engaging interviews with founders and leaders in the NGO communities, problem-blooming challenges, opportunities, and best practices. And I am your host. I am Jimo Oluwa to be Shego. You can simply call me J-O-S. I'm super, super excited and happy to welcome you on this episode again. On the 12th of February 2018, I was privileged to represent Media for Community Change Initiative, our organization, in Lagos State, Nigeria, at a three-day skill acquisition program which was hosted by the One Bariga Woman Initiative under the auspice of Knowledge Aid Initiative an NGO that focuses on empowering women and girls in the marginalized and vulnerable communities in Nigeria. The training which took place at the Barigo local government in Lagos State, Nigeria, empowered over 500 women on different vocational skills that will give them more privilege, more hand, and more upper hand as a woman. At the end of the training, the attendees, over 500 participants, were able to show forth what they have learned and of course they were excited and super super happy because I can read, I can understand and I can see the happiness on them because I was there. In case you don't know, College Aid Initiative believes that teaching girls and women vocational skills is very 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 important and they also understand that by having vocational and life skills, women and girls gain self-confidence and skills needed to become agents of social change in their own lives and in the communities 
where they live in. I spoke with Mr. Success Ojo, the founder and the CEO of the organization, and on, on the way forward on women empowerment in Nigeria and the world at large. She is my guest today in the studio. In case you don't know, Mr. Success is, is, is the founder and the executive director of Knowledge Aid Initiative. She is a social entrepreneur, a non-for-profit leader, and a medical practitioner. Mr. Success, will you please fill some gap and introduce yourself to the listener? Uh, my name is Success Hojo. I'm a licensed social worker and I've been doing this work for the last 18 years. I'm the founder of Knowledge Aid Initiative, an organization that is um, focused on improving the living condition of people in underserved communities and informal settlements across Nigeria. Oh, that's great. And that's amazing. How do you feel to be a guest? Well, it's wonderful to be a guest on this platform. I have seen the tremendous work you guys are doing, and I feel honored to be part of um, those people listed on your platform. Um, the media has a lot to play, most especially in promoting um, social works, impact, and works um, that we are doing across the communities, our host communities. Um, basically, when we don't project our work, we don't um, allow our voice to be heard, uh, it's as if we're just, um, we're just like um, a candle that is being littered, um, put under the, under the shelf. We just have to keep spreading the work and I feel that this platform is a good medium for us to like, um, make our voice to be heard. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mr. Success. Um, that's great. Uh, you mentioned that you're running a non-for-profit organization, Knowledge Initi- Initiative, right? And will you please give the listener probably comprehensive details about what your organization do, what issues you are trying to find solution to in the society, and how far you've gone? Thank you so much. I, our organization started like um, barely two years ago. And um, we are registered both in the United States and Nigeria. And our primary focus is um, working with people that live in uh, underserved communities and informal settlements. Um, presently now, we're working in Nigeria and we have an archery center in Ghana, Shoko, Ghana. And basically, in Nigeria right now, we are working in Lagos states and one of the slum the Bariga local government and um, so far so good. We're helping generally the women and the girls in the slum there in building their capacity in order for them to be able to lead uh, informed life and for them to be an active citizen so that it will be useful to themselves, their family and their community at large. We also have some program that is actually focused in um, empowering youth as regards to being employable and um, at the same time to something that, he, that have interest in entrepreneurship. Uh, our basic focus cut across education, health, community development, active citizenship and good governance, child development and at the same time um, we have some programs that has to do in building capacity of other community-based and faith-based organizations that is working or focusing on uh, key working areas. So far, so good. We have done a lot 
of um, capacity building programs, advocacy programs, economic empowerment programs, and we have also um, make sure that um, we have um, a meaningful presence both online and offline. That's great and amazing. I really love what you just uh, give the audience right now. Um, I caught what you say. You said like your organization working mostly in the marginalized and the underserved community. And I'm too sure that you're not living, you yourself, you're not living in underserved or marginalized community. As a matter of fact, probably you, you come from the United States to work down here in Nigeria. What was the issue that prompted you to start this organization? Because I'm too sure that you can't just wake up in a day and say, I want to start a non for profit organization. What was the issue? What really prompted you starting this organization, man? Like I said you that I've been in this world for over 18 years and um, we started by volunteering for organizations, for all other organizations. We have been involved in a series of trainings and um, we have actually traveled, we have seen what is obtainable in other developed countries and uh, at the same time we have been involved in different high level meetings and we have also learned some best practices. It would be very unfair for us not to come back home to step down what we have actually learned. And at the same time, if you look at the underserved communities and um, the former settlements where we worked, and um, you will realize that um, they need help. And I don't believe that only one person can heal the world, but we all have our own part to play in healing the world. And this is a way of contributing our own culture to the development of our communities, especially our host communities, and at the same time making sure that um, what we have learned so far, we have um, brought it on to be of high impact for those people that need it most. Our own organization will work with the poorest of the poor because um, we feel that um, by giving them leverage, opportunity, and platform, they will be able to do much more better and be able to like um, um, alleviate their property status. Uh, working with um, vulnerable, these vulnerable groups, it's what delights me as a person because I feel to which much is given, much is expected. We, one way or the other, we have been given platforms, we have been given opportunities. And by extending this love to those people that need it is what delights me. And at the same time, our organization is focused on creating opportunity for the poorest. And um, we feel that um, um, we can only contribute our own part in the best way we can. And what we do as regards to our activities and our strategies um, is what is making us to have the results we are having. And um, we want to be here for as long as we can. We are not for profit, but at the same time, we are not for loss. So all we do is basically to make the people we work with better. And this is how we count our own profit. And so far, so good. It's been interesting. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love that. Like, the journey has been interesting. And starting your organization for over two years now, right? Yes. Okay. Close to okay, for close to two years, and I'm sure you've gone through a lot and stuff like that. Will you please feel some gap to share with the audience some of your past projects, your present projects, 
um, with the listener yeah uh, we have a number of projects that we are doing we have some cardinal projects like fisherman family empowerment scheme we have computer for girls whereby we build the gap between um, technology and the girls most especially in the south communities we have one bariga woman which is empowering women and girls in the slum we also have um, she wins basically to build the capacity of women as regards their rights and to fight against gender-based violence and one that one bariga woman is a presently our signature program and this is what we are running in bariga lagos state and it's mainly for us to improve the life of the young girls and the women in the slum of Bariga. We do this by building their capacity as regards their rights, their um, their rights, and um, in order for them to be able to live an informed and productive life, we also empower them economically by giving, making them they have access to funds in order to start micro businesses, and we also create platform for them to be able to acquire vocational skills in order for them to be able to like um, um, get themselves meaningfully busy engaged and be able to earn income so that they will be able to um, fed for themselves and their family our women that we work with are role models and ambassadors in their community we train our women to be trainers so that they will be able to train others and hence our name one barriga woman which is basically for us to train one woman to be able to train others, to empower one woman to be able to empower others. It's mainly for us to keep building the capacity of these women so that what we want to do and um, what we have brought into the community can widely spread. Our target is to, in, a, in the next one year, is for us to be able to build the capacity of over 100 women who will in turn be able to reach out to over 500 women and before the end of um, um, 2018 we look forward to be able to have 500 trainers in the community this we are doing relentlessly and um, we still need support for as from as many channels as we can get but um, to be candid one Bariga woman is making the impact and we are so happy about this Wow, that's great. The, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm personally interested in the, the One Barriga Woman Project. And it's, it sounds interesting and amazing. But I would like to ask you a question. What, at least you stay in the United States. How, how were you able to spot the issues and the problems, um, the challenges people are facing now? What they are going through in the, in the Barriga community? And um, what, what prompted you to, to start that, that same project, One Barriga Woman? I'm sure people really want to listen and hear more about the project, Ma. As uh, we are registered with the uh, Corporate Affairs Commission, so as a registered um, organization, we can work anywhere across Nigeria. And at the same time, we are working closely with the Lagos State Government. So when we look at um, the slums across Lagos State, the underserved and former settlement, Bariga actually got attention because According to United Nations standard, Bariga is a standard slum. If you actually visit Bariga, you will see that we have over 1 million people living clusteredly, communal life in the place. 
and the people live below one dollar a day and the condition that we these people are living is highly appalling if one visit the community one will scram for safety because one will be scrambling for safety because the place is uh, the people are really living in a dangerous condition and the girls and the women in the community are the worst hit by the vices that is prevailing in the society in the community there. So when we actually visited and we did a baseline study in the place, we realized that um, uh, we need to swing immediately into action and be able to intervene, especially in safeguarding our girls, because our girls needs to grow in a very peaceful and in an environment that will protect them. And at the same time, make them be able to like grow up to be informed and um, responsible mothers. So Barida caught our attention and ends all our works in Barida. And our focus is to make Barida a modest slum for our project so that we can replicate what we are doing across all other storms. And most of our programs in there in Barida under one Barida Woman Initiative has been possible and highly replicable in any way. And uh, with what we have done in Barriga, we in the next um, few months we'll be moving into other um, community and other slums so that we can be able to like um, replicate what we have done. And once again, I would say so far so good. Our programs in Barriga has been sustainably um, uh, working and um, people that we are working with are being them, their lives are being enhanced and um, we can actually see the visible impact that our works is having in the community. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, you may mention that uh, your, your One by Girl Women project, which is a signature project of the organization, Project Initiative, has some portable, portable programs of which you've carried out in the uh in the barriga community i'm sure the listener wanna hear about the program and how far you've gone probably in a way or two how they can come in and stuff like that please share with the listener the programs we run in barriga uh women um, business education program we run substance and drug abuse prevention program gang prevention gang prevention programs we run gender-based violence monitoring groups. We also have wash and hygiene sanitation committee that we have set up in the community, whereby from time to time we do hygiene and health education in the community. And at the same time, we run skills and vocational uh, training in the community. December 18, we launched a platform we call One Baruga Savings and Loan Association, which uh, comprises of several groups of women. In each of the group, we have 10 to 15 women who meet regularly once a week and they come together to share um, their business um, challenges and prefer solution among themselves. They meet, they save money from their profit. They talk about how they will contribute into development of their community. And at the same time, they do strength from each other through learning from one another on how they can best support their family, most especially their children. And we also provide them resources in order for them to learn on 
how they can take care of themselves, most especially health-wise, take care of their businesses. And through Osala, uh, women are being empowered in order to be a change agent in their community. And um, the women are there to be mentors to all other younger girls or younger mothers in the community. And um, it's been worthwhile. Uh, the project is amazing and awesome. That's great. Uh, what are the projects we should be looking forward to from the organization? And uh, how can people come in to support your works? Um, probably the Barriga project, the FIFES, and uh, um, get computer for guests and stuff like that. How can people come in? And what are the projects you should be looking forward to from the organization? Yeah, thank you so much, Mr. Chino. Um, well, we people, there are different levels that we people can work with us. They can volunteer to work with us. They can support us in cash and time. They can volunteer to mentor our women. And at the same time, we have our young men who need gold medals. They can also stand to be role models for our young girls and boys in the community. A number of our mothers need people who can give scholarship to their children. So if God is touching anybody's heart, to stand in this regard, it will be welcome. And for those of us that uh, we have organizations and we want to do our CSR, I want to tell you that Bariga is a very wonderful place for you to like extend your arms of love to reach these people to your community service and responsibility. And at the same time, we are looking forward to collaborate with uh, similar organizations and uh, non-profit organizations who are working uh, we, we have the same focus and the same objective as we have we are open to collaboration and our door is open to ideas too if you feel that there's any other thing that we have not done or we are not doing well that we're supposed to do we are open to collaborate and to partner with um, people and organizations that um, have this in mind. Yes, we should look forward to empowering more women. We should look forward to building the capacity of more girls. And um, we are also looking forward to an avenue whereby we can have a platform whereby our young girls and our young boys living in the slum could display their creativity and their talent. Because we believe that the child is a child, no matter what surrounds the part of the child. And if we all close our eyes, we say we're not going to do anything now. We will be building more miscreants, more criminals. Because when these people are being neglected, what do we expect? We should expect that they are going to grow up to be adults we don't want to see. They are going to grow up into adults we cannot condone. So it's not better for us to catch them young now. So we have programs that will bring out their creativity and their talent and we also build their self-worth. So we should all look forward to our programs that um, is to promote uh, the capacity, the talent and the creativity of these young ones that live in this now. We will continue to protect those that we believe are vulnerable and those that we see are vulnerable. And we will continue to make sure that we create our platforms for those that we work for, most especially in our host communities. And we will also keep up, we will keep our door open to meaningful collaborations and partnerships. 
Thank you so much, Mr. Success. Before I let you go, to the highly esteemed listener that, love, that loves your work and would like to check out some of your past work, what are they? Can you give them some reference, probably your Facebook page, your website address and stuff like that? And what are the possible means of reaching you in case they want to support the organization in one way or the other? Okay. Uh, we have uh, two functional websites, www initiative.org www.onebarigawoman.org On Facebook, we are One Bariga Woman and we also have Knowledge Aid Initiative on Facebook and uh, on Instagram, do our Instagram handle is at onebarigawoman.org and we also have at Kane Initiative org. and um, possibly is reaching out to you Probably your email. Yes, you can something. reach out to us through info at kinemissative.org or at, um, at um, and if you want to reach personally to me, you can reach me on uh, successojo at kinemissative.org. Yeah, thank oh, you so thank much. Thank you so much, Mr. Success. It's nice having you here today speaking to the listeners. I hope when we want to have video version, I hope you will, will be privileged. <laughs> yes, we look forward to meaningful collaboration with media for community change. And NGO podcast, we like what you're doing. It's, uh, I, we pray that um, we'll be able to collaborate more to do more works for humanity. Oh. <laughs> and we so much appreciate what you're doing. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for staying tuned. I'm super, super excited. I'm glad that you keep it locked down to the NGO podcast show. It's such an amazing privilege to have an highly esteemed listener like you. Listen to this episode. You are amazing. In case you want to sponsor or partner with the organization that was featured on this episode, Knowledge Aid Initiative, maybe you want to sponsor their project or partner with them on any project, feel free to reach out to them via their website www.kiainitiative.org kiainitiative.org or visit their one barriga woman website too via this website url www.onebarigawoman.org they will definitely be glad and all to hear from you soon. How I'm going for today, but before I go, don't forget to bookmark our website for more interesting and amazing episodes to come. In case you want to sponsor an episode of this podcast, maybe you want to advertise a product, you want to advertise the organization, or you have an amazing idea or you want to share feedback with us, feel free to reach out to me via my email address, jimo at ngopodcast.com.ng, which is spelled as J-I-M-O-H at N-G-O-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com dot N-G. I'll be glad to hear from you. And I'm going for today, but before I go, don't forget, you have a vital role to play in the human race. Government cannot do it all for you. You ready to do yours? I will speak with you sometime soon. Till then, keep impacting your world. Positive.